just believe in yourself be persistent be consistent over time and there will be a tipping point you'll know deep down in your belly if you are doing what you need to do it might take one month might take six months might take 12 months but you'll get there i'm living proof i've done it twice (laughs) done it in 2019 started from scratch and took me eight months to get momentum then and i did it again last year during COVID and off the back of a reality tv show so the two worst things that could be possible i did it in six so you can do it You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of elite agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders. With thanks to our partner, Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking, and strategies to elevate your results. To download your written action guide from this podcast containing extra tips, links, and shortcuts, visit EliteAgentElevate.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean. Welcome to another episode of the Elevate podcast, where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Samantha McLean, editor of Elite Agent and host of today's show. My guest on today's show is Gold Coast agent and former reality TV star, Owen Murphy. Owen is a successful sales agent with Kalosh. He also appeared on Love Island in 2019, setting hearts aflutter while building quite the social media presence. So, Owen, welcome to the show. That was the best <laughs> intro I've ever heard. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, professional. I, yeah, well, I had to get it right, actually, because this, you're the first guest in our Southport office, so I felt like I was a bit under pressure there. I'm honoured. Thank you. Owen, I got that pronunciation correct because you got it written down (laughs) I actually watched a YouTube video to make sure that I got it right but your name is spelled E-O-G-H-A-N and it's a Gaelic Mm -hmm. name what's the weirdest pronunciation you've ever heard where do I even start (laughs) I reckon to work backwards there's probably only about three people who've ever pronounced it right in Australia I've had Egan, Ian, Ewan, Ogan, Eugene um yeah, the list goes on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so thank you, ma'am. It's good when someone gets it right, hey? Yeah, that's it. What brought you to Australia? So I'd noticed a little bit of an Irish accent there. Yeah. So my mum's Australian. So it was just a matter of when she was going to come back. I think she spent about 15, 16 years in Ireland, maybe about 20 years overseas before she came back. So yeah, it was just a matter of when, not if. And I guess we were lucky enough to end up on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Who would want to end up anywhere else, really? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Now, this isn't your... You might be the first guest that we've had in our studio here, but this isn't your first interview with a lead agent. We did a bunch of interviews with you and some other real estate reality TV Mm. stars last year, I think. What do you you think it is that attracts agents to the small screen? Let's put it this way. Uh, Real estate's probably an egotistical-driven industry, and... Anyway, you can get into the limelight, someone will push in. <laughs> For me, it was a little bit different. It was just, a, a, as if we refer back to that interview, it was just, you know, an opportunity for me to just step away and kind of take a break. And I know that's odd or seems weird, but it worked, had its purpose and it worked out well. And although at the time I didn't think that and I thought I'd ruin my career, but we're um, back on track now and I'm no longer the reality guy. I'm Owen, the real estate agent, so... Well, that's interesting that you say that you think that it almost ruined your career. And I remember yeah. reading that story that, that Nathan wrote thinking, you know, it could really be hit or miss, couldn't yeah. it, in some ways. So Love Island, I didn't watch Love Island. It Neither looked, did I. I joined looked, the queue. <laughs> <laughs> looks to me like some sort of mashup of Married yeah. at First Sight and Survivor. Yeah, like, pretty much. That's a good way to put it. And it's not really the uh, the best thing for your real estate career, any, any love reality show. But yeah, look, it was an experience. There were highs, there were lows. I'm glad I did it now looking back. 
because things are flying everything's okay but there was a point last year where i was just looking in the mirror going why <laughs> why did i throw it all away for that but everything has its purpose and you know that was one part of my life that um a little bump in the road i guess and now we're back what made it so difficult to get back into real estate after the experience yeah i think it was just the fact that i just walked away from everything and I was away for about five months in total, like after the show, and I just completely changed who I was. You know, as a real estate agent, you're always on show and you've always got to be on, and I forgot that part of my life, and for five months I was living as that guy from the TV. So I had no pipeline. I'd walked away from everything. I'd forgotten half the stuff I'd learned about the era I was working in, and it just took me so long to get back into the zone, you know, mentally, physically, everything. And that all played a part. And then plus I was like fighting some demons as well. And I was back, I'm thinking, oh my God, anytime I knock on the door or call someone, they know, they know I'm that guy, that idiot from the show. So I already had negative perceptions in my mind as to what people were thinking of me. So it took me a long time to kind of get over that. It's all good now if someone brings it up because I've got 80 million in deals on the board. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, of course I went on it. But back then when you've got no rungs on the board, you're starting from scratch and you're the guy off telly, it's really hard to build your brand up again. What you were just saying then, because you were at Arik, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought I saw you there in amongst the crowd. Yeah. But Ryan Holiday talked about that exact thing where, yeah. you know, your ego can get in the way of, you know, doing all the things that make you successful, 100%. whether it's knocking on doors or yeah. picking up the phone or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a good talk, that one. Yeah, and then you realise that, you know, people aren't really thinking about you. They're 100%. Think, thinking about themselves. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Took me a while to, to realise that. And I don't know if it was coming from an ego point of view. It was just, it was almost, it was, I just imagined that I had a lot of anxiety at that time. It was like, everyone knows. <laughs> when really, half the people, like yourself, 80% of the people I was dealing with didn't even watch it anyway. So, but yeah, we're past all that now and things are looking good. Real estate is one of those careers where you've got to be resilient and yeah. you've got to get past your anxiety. So yeah. there's probably some people here listening thinking, how, how does someone, you know, when you've been through something like that, mm. how, how do you work at getting past your anxiety? Like what exactly did you do to yeah. move forward? Yeah, it was just persistence and consistency. And I know it's probably a horrible thing to say, but COVID happened at the right time for me because it wasn't an opportunity for me to get ahead. It was an opportunity for me to catch up because a lot of established agents would have seen that as their time to step back and, and relax, which they did. It gave me the opportunity to just hit the ground running, work hard. So then by the time it passed, which obviously it's still going, but in terms of the major lockdowns on the Gold Coast, I'd caught up to kind of them and had a couple of wrongs on the board. But pushing through it, you've kind of just... <laughs> You just got to do it. Everyone knows what they need to do. They just don't want to do it. But day by day, it gets a little bit easier. And once you get a couple of successes and you get a little bit of confidence back and you realize that not everyone's going to tell you to F off, yeah. you'll, um, you know, you get better at it. One foot in front of the other. That's it. So do you have any advice for uh, Gavin Rubenstein and Delene Lewis and, yes. and uh, Simon Cohen as they're about to step into the spotlight? <laughs> yeah, I think with them, obviously, it's it's um, good because they're they're able to mash their world currently with it so it's not like they're stepping away completely or doing something ridiculous obviously the only thing is i don't know if they have creative control over how they're being portrayed or what's shown but as long as they're true to themselves with their their marketing clients they should be okay and we should definitely have a lux listings gold coast right yeah, I know. Like seriously, guys, come on. Yeah, come, come, come on. Yeah. We've, we've, we've already yeah. got we've already got a that's cast it. lined got, up. I yeah, think. that's it. That's it. 
so we were taking some photos before we press the record button because you know like we always like to put our podcast yeah. guests on Instagram and you're no stranger to Instagram in fact you've got like 10 times the followers we do mm-hmm. has that helped your career in any way it's funny because like when I when I went on the show everyone's saying you're gonna ruin your career now that I'm flying everyone's going oh that helped you and it's like there's a disconnect no one wants to look at the hard work people look at Gavin and they see the flashy cars and all the stuff he's doing, you know, it's like, but no one will ever look at him and go, hang on, that's like 12, 14 hours a day of hard work to get to what he's doing. But no one wants to look at that. So now it's not helped yeah. <laughs> at all. It, what, what it's actually done, it's just, it's actually given me a lot more confidence in terms of being able to go out and network. And that was the biggest thing before I went on was I was a really closed off shy person, really hard to break down and I didn't get out on network. So it's, it's definitely helped me with that. And obviously with that following, Instagram natu- naturally pushes your profile anyway. So now that I'm posting more real estate content, I'm getting a lot more real estate engaged audience. So I'm working on it. It's helpful when you get past that 10,000 mark and you can swipe up for different... Oh, <laughs> well, you know, like- it's funny because the show's live. So I went in with... 1000 and came out with that so yeah <laughs> it's in a matter of a month so i didn't get to see it working its way up with the real estate aspect yeah. with instagram what sort of content are you focusing on now well the page that i use a lot of my clients like sellers will follow me after the deal is done or during the deal so i'm conscious of what i post on there but it's definitely not used to target new sellers or you know, buyers. It's just more so it's my life and it's what I put out. I've obviously got a work-specific Facebook page where I can go out and target, you know, a a marketplace or buyers. But in terms of my following, the majority of it, as I said, are probably teenage girls. So I don't think they'll be buying a house anytime soon. So well, you, you never know in 20 years time. That's, they, they, oh, that's they, the audience. Yeah. So if I'm still in the game, that's it. they say play the long that's game. It. <laughs> so. If it's not Instagram that attracts sellers, yeah. what sort of prospecting methods do you think work best? Success. So it's just... Literally. And yeah. it's the best. It, there's no other form that will beat it. Obviously, you've got to start somewhere. But like last year, for instance, what kicked it off for me was during that COVID period. And I was sitting there and I had nothing. And I've been prospecting for two months hard, door knocking, letter box. And it was, I was just getting no traction. I used that COVID time. I went through all my buyer database put them all together and I started making calls to that database. So these were all buyers that came through properties I sold in 2019. And I'd basically just have a call. I said, look, I know the world's a weird place at the moment. I'm cleaning my my database. I know things probably change for you financially. I really just wanted to know, are you still in the market to buy? And then that conversation would lead to, okay, where are you living? Have you got something to sell? So from that, I actually got two listings, which just kicked me off. One of them was in my core market, Mermaid Beach. Ended up selling it in 36 hours for a street record beyond any comparison. And I got caught into three properties off the back of that list that had auctioned them, sold them, and it just took off. So it's, it's crazy. All it takes is one. And then it's momentum yeah, from there. Correct. Past, yeah, yeah. Past but success, as uh, Tom Panos always said, recency trumps loyalty. So yeah. if you're getting great results, you're going to be relevant. You're going to get called in. So talk to me about the Gold Coast market at present. It seems crazy out there. And, you know, like obviously I'm, I'm a Sydney slicker <laughs> uh, who's just getting used to Gold Coast radio and stuff. But every, every day I'm driving home, they're talking about the crisis up here that there's no houses. Yeah, there's a lack of stock and that's what's driving it. And we've got the highest rates of interstate migration Australia-wide at the moment, partly due to COVID. And that'll probably increase as well with the situation in Melbourne if that continues. But it's just, yeah, driven by a lack of stock. 
because I think you got to remember that if you're selling something, if you're not upgrading or moving suburb, you're not really better off because you're buying and selling in the same market. So that's why your exclusive suburbs like Mermaid Beach, Burley, some of those suburbs with smaller uh, smaller populations, there's like low turnover even in the best market that the Gold Coast has ever seen because where are they going to go? <laughs> yeah. So it'll just continue to drive prices up, I think. Where do you think the really happening suburbs around here are? Because, I mean, we moved up here and landed in the twilight zone here in Southport. Yeah. Where are people really looking to move to around here? Yeah, I think it's the majority of purchases now on the Gold Coast are, are coming or are driven by lifestyle. So anything on the water, anything near the beach, you know, that's why those prices are going through the roof and the rest of the Gold Coast will follow that. You know, massive market for us last year was actually Brisbane buyers coming down and buying holiday homes in Mermaid Beach sold seven before between that August and Christmas period and five of them were to um to Brisbane bars using as using them as lockups. So, you know, Gold Coasters that are going to bar and Brisbane are Brisbane guys are coming down to to the Gold Coast. I heard that during the last Brisbane lockdown yeah. that most most of them were actually down yeah, here. Yeah, down here, yeah. So it's all it's just lifestyle driven. While the market here is pretty hot, there's just a tiny bit of steam, I suppose, coming out of the market in Sydney and Melbourne and places like that. Do you feel like that's going to happen here or is this market just going to, you know, continue to grow between now and the end of the year? The Gold Coast now is it's grown up a little bit. You know, it, it has the ability to stand on its own two feet. Historically, if Sydney and Melbourne coughed, we'd get a cold. I don't think that's the case anymore. You know, we've got more, more money coming in in both private and government infrastructure than anywhere else in the, in the country. As I said, the migration levels are high. So I think we'll, we'll hold strong because comparative to Sydney and Melbourne, our prices are so cheap. And I know a lot of locals are getting priced out, but if you look at what you can get in Bondi <laughs> yeah. compared to Mermaid Beach, for instance, it's chalk and cheese. Yeah, absolutely. I was looking at the same thing the other day, just thinking... It's nuts. Yeah, it is, it is crazy. Obviously, you know, like with the big comeback that you've made this year, we've just done a survey of the habits of highly effective agents. So do you mind if I ask you about what some of your habits are to stay in top shape and top selling mode and things like that? It's a funny question because it's like you you go to like Arik and you listen to all these guys and it's the same thing and you listen to them and like, do they really do that? And I don't know. But like for me, I've always kind of tried to put my health first and that's always set me up. And I genuinely like every morning I'll go to the gym at 5 or 6 a.m. And that's just how I start the day. I eat the same food every single day, which is a little bit boring, but I make it on a Sunday and eat it every day. <laughs> um, Success is boring. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess, you know, if, you, if you're looking at habits, that's what I do. might not work for other people. It works for me. I tend to, uh, and I know this is weird, but <laughs> I tend to try and not overeat. I tend to try and stay hungry throughout the day because it makes me a little bit sharper. I know that sounds odd, but it's, it's mainly when you get in, it's, it's, everyone knows what we have to do. And no one likes doing it because it's hard, but it's about being persistent and consistent over a long period of time. And you'll finally, you'll reach a tipping point and you'll go and get it done. I was going to say everyone has good and bad days yeah. and we love the good days, but how yeah. do you get through the, the bad days? Like how do you pick yourself back up and go, and go right, I'm going to pick up the phone and this is going to be my next listing? You've got to make the conscious decision about what you want and, and where you want your life to go in real estate. Like for me, it was the start of 2019. I've been in real estate four years, hadn't made any cut through I just started at Colossi and I said to myself I can't make it here I'm not going to make it anywhere I made the conscious decision then that you know I was gonna gonna do it at at all costs and that's what keeps you going on those bad days because you've got that end goal in sight obviously then I got to a point where I was burnt out because I had finally got I worked for six months in that 2019 and then quarter one of the 2019-2020 financial year I wrote 200 
which was crazy because before that I'd only written 200 in a whole year and then I got all of this kind of income in one little hit and then I got burnt out um, that's when I stepped away and did my thing on the yeah. and then I got back in the February and I was like all right we've got to do it again but now I kind of my goals are so focused on what I want that you know even when it is tough and you don't feel like going you just push through because you've got that end goal in sight hmm. what is your end goal everyone asks this I don't it's, I always get get a bit sweaty and feel weird but I just I, I can see the top of the mountain and I just want to climb like obviously I've hit the million dollars now at 1.2 and it's I'm just not satisfied it's almost like two millions a new one million now there's so many one million dollar agents out there so for me now it's about how do I get to two million three million four million five million like you look at Alexander Phillips like he's what 15 million a year he's looking at doing and we got to get to that if we can but it's one step at a time yeah Koloshi's did I say that correctly Koloshi yeah Koloshi yeah yeah, that's a pretty legendary brand up here what's it like working for them the thing that we take out of is that Michael's a listing and selling principle like that's majority of his focus is on listing and selling properties and I hadn't been in that environment before so he leads from the front he's always looking at learning always looking at improving but I think the biggest thing that I take out of it is the belief that he instills in us that we can do more can achieve more I remember sitting with him when I just started and he said okay what do you want to do I said I want to write 500 and he looked at me and he goes mate like think bigger if you want to write 500 this isn't the place for you you got to write 1.1 and I'm sitting there and I'm freaking out because I'm going, how's this guy want me to write 1.1 when the most I've ever written was 200? But he genuinely makes you believe that you can do more. And look at us now, like I could only dream of writing what I've written now and all of a sudden I'm not satisfied and I need to hit two. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just that constant belief that he puts in us and obviously all the kind of structures and frameworks that we've got behind us and the office that you guys don't see gives us the best opportunity to perform they do a lot of coaching and training don't they i invest heavily in that yeah. heavily tom panos nick stewart michael Sheargold. we've got an in-house psychologist or life coach per yeah. se you know all at his expense i think i know her that's Annette. that's yeah jet xavier's yeah yeah, wife. yeah. yeah. jet xavier as well sorry for less, about jet. Less, less than six degrees of separation yeah, in this industry. yeah yeah that's it so all that they put in to make sure we're performing the best and you know i know we've got a team of about 85 now but we've only got 25 sales agents and we've just ticked over one billion in sales for the financial year that's a pretty big achievement for a team of 25 considering our competitors are at about 120 <laughs> yeah i always see the Kaloshi signboards on like the premium properties around yeah. here too like you yeah know, there seems to be a, a yeah. market yeah. yeah we're pretty selective with the properties that we take on and we're a luxury brand and not to say that that's kind of discriminatory like luxury should be a service not a price point but um you know we do get m- most of the nice stuff so so knowing what you know now if you were to start your real estate career all over again what advice would you give your younger self hold in there hold in there i'd also say just to step back and uh, you, you can learn from so many people i think the mistake i made at the start i was trying to be a mini me or a mini version of someone and you can't be you're only you whereas what i should have done was was gone to things like real estate gym and all these other places and you know even a lead agent looking at all these other agents and what they're doing and just picking gold nuggets and then forming myself which I have now but it took me about three years to do that so it's probably three years behind the ball I think a lot of people get in and they they see someone and they try and mold themselves around them like Gav Rubenstein for instance like you all these guys are getting into real estate and spending all their money on a suit and doing a video and in a $200,000 apartment and they're only selling eight million a year and it's like no guys like step back put the work in and then you can do that kind of stuff after it. 
Yeah, it is funny. Everyone wants to do that in their first year when they look at yeah. these videos. I, and just get off Instagram. Don't be an Instagram agent. That's my take on it. I know it's easy for me to say, me sitting on posts and what I post, but, you know, it's um, that's not going to sell your property. So get to where you need to be first and then you can start posting. I was about to ask you where to from here because, um, but you've you've kind of answered that question in, you know, like in, in going from 1.2 1, 1. to 2 to to four, etc. Yeah. But the girls have asked me to ask you a very pointed question. <laughs> yeah. Are you still single? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so does, does, yeah. does that mean that you're still looking for love? Uh, I guess so. Like right now, I'm just focused on what I'm doing. Obviously, it's a hard. I'm working essentially seven days a week at the moment, and you know, one day I'll meet someone that'll make me not want to work seven days a week. And but for now, I'm just focusing on what I'm doing and building myself up. I'm only 25, so I'm young. Um, 26 this year so maybe when I get to 2 million I'll, <laughs> I'll find someone <laughs> take, a, take a couple of days off yeah that's it yeah, yeah. absolutely well um, Owen it's been lovely getting to know you today and thank you so much for coming in here and, and being our first guest in the studio and, and sharing your knowledge with us thank you if there was one final piece of advice you'd like to leave our listeners with today what would that be I was thinking about this I think you know if you genuinely obviously it's the best market we've ever been in for some people they won't be doing what they they wanted to do or, or reach their goals just believe in yourself be persistent be consistent over time and there will be a tipping point you'll know deep down in your belly if you are doing what you need to do and you know it might take one month might take six months might take 12 months but you'll get there what's the word i'm looking for i'm living proof i've done it twice yeah. <laughs> done it in 2019 started from scratch and it took me in eight months to get momentum then and I did it again last year during COVID and off the back of a reality TV show so the two worst things that could be possible and I did it in six so it, you can do it and just just stick with it yeah well congratulations I'm, I'm keen to see what you do next thank you Owen Murphy thank, thank you. you so much appreciate it we hope you enjoyed this episode of Elevate with thanks to connectnow.com.au don't forget to download your written action guide from this podcast containing extra tips links and shortcuts visit eliteagentelevate.com 